Fast Track Podcast, hosted by Dion Ross, Nick Nino's Corner Battle, and Dr. Harrison Jones, the fourth. today we've got a really good topic and if you have been familiar with the self-help space at all you've heard of this notion called the law of attraction well today we're going to delve into is it real does it work is it a thing or is it just another one of those things that make people feel good the fast track team is about to weigh in so guys what do y'all think Law of attraction. Well, what I mean, honestly, I love the whole idea. I love the whole premise behind it. I've always been about spreading positivity, only having positive things. And I recognize now, now that I've thought about doing the law of attraction and about the, you know, it's a lot to it. It's a lot to it with the different stones, with the, the month, birth months, with the, the energy you feel, the meditation. There's a lot going on to it. And it really kind of makes you just think in a positive manner. And I look, I tell people all the time, I was like, well, what's the opposite? Just think negatively about things. And so if you're really focused on doing perfect and doing the right thing and being not perfect necessarily, but doing the right thing, making things happen for yourself and believing in yourself and focusing on things, and, you know, some people say law of attraction is just a different type of prayer. You know, when you focus on something and you pray. But when you put that kind of mindset on things, it makes life a lot happier. It makes life a lot simpler. And so I definitely am a strong advocate for the law of attraction because it kind of, it takes away the guilt, I guess. The guilt of not having. So okay. Knowing, yeah. I'm a- I'm a little confused on this. So are we okay. saying being optimistic or right. <laughs> or attracted? Because right. when I'm talking about success, you know, I think of being a, somebody who's optimistic and forward thinking or somebody who is always pessimistic and looking at the glass as half empty instead of half full. Well, Nick. If you're thinking optimistic, in order to be optimistic, you have to have pessimistic. And that pessimism doesn't exist in the law of attraction. You actually work to eliminate negativity with everything you're doing. It doesn't mean, I mean, I'm not the expert on it, but when you study well, it, it's basically flipping everything you do into something positive. And it's kind of crazy, but it makes sense. Like, I had an example that said, well, if you go down to, if you're going to drive to Walmart and you get in an accident on the way to Walmart, but you end up getting to Walmart and you get your uh, your bread and your milk and your groceries and you end up going home, you get to the house and then you could either say, man, my day was bad because I drove to Walmart and I got in an accident and I had to wait there and get my car fixed and drive to Walmart still. Or you could just say and uh, drive to Walmart and get my, uh, excuse me, or get your uh, groceries. Or you could just say, hey, you know, today was a good day. I drove to Walmart, got my groceries, and everything was fine. You basically just 
But that's not life. That's not life. Well, okay. I, so <laughs> that's not life. There's a, whole, there's a lot to the law of attraction. And I think it's a slippery slope. This is something I have studied extensively. And there's science to back it up, actually. Um, so there's this thing in your brain called the RAS. The RAS stands for the Reticular Activation System. What that means is this. In our wow. brains, in our brains, we like familiarity. People don't attract what they want. They attract what they are used to. They attract what they, uh, what is common to them or what is familiar to them. It's kind of like whenever you get a new car and um, once you get that new car, all of a sudden you start to see all of the same car on the road, right? So it's not that there's more cars on the road, all of a sudden everybody wants to buy an Acura, but now it's what you notice. So back to the RAS. In any given moment, there are millions of things that your brain picks up on. There's millions of different stimuli that you can notice. Because we're human beings, we cannot notice everything at one time. You can't focus on one thing, focus on a whole bunch of things at one time. So what the RAS does is it tells your brain what to focus on and your brain focuses on what's familiar. So in any given situation, if, you know, like, for example, like the whole glass half empty, half full scenario, you can give, uh-huh. you know, the same glass with the same amount of water, one person and interprets it a completely different way than another person, because it's the way your brain rec- recognizes that. Right. And that has everything to do with what you are familiar with. So when they say law of attraction, what they're basically saying is that you are attracting what you want in your life. You are manifesting the things that you want in your life. And that is very powerful because the way that you do that is you make yourself familiar. For example, if you wanna move to a particular neighborhood, they say you should drive around that neighborhood. You should you know, um, start going to the coffee shop around that neighborhood because what you're doing is you're making that environment familiar and common so that anytime Mm. something happens in your life, your brain will subconsciously do what it needs to do to meet that particular goal. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. (laughs) I did not know. (laughs) No, it's science and it's true. Um, So we have a conscious and we have a subconscious and our subconscious mind is actually a lot more powerful than we give it credit for. And it's those things like that, that when we are familiar with certain things, that's what we attract. We don't attract what we say we want. We attract what we think is familiar. Some people believe I'm supposed to be successful and they believe it to their core. And what happens is they make their brains go to work and they, and, and, and so it's just like that RAS system. So now your brain is constantly looking for stimuli that is going to line up with what you believe about yourself. That True. is going to line oh. up to what you believe is common for you. That's why it's so powerful. Oh. But on the flip side, yeah, it's a good flip. Slope because people think no, because people. I'm think with you. I got some for this one. Yeah, because people think if I think long and hard enough about it, then it's just going to come to me. Bullshit. There's something right called work. There's work. sweat equity. Ugh. There's um, integrity. There's the, the character that it takes to earn it. And that's where right. this whole phenomenon gets very, very scary. Because people who don't like to work 
love to hear about the law of attraction. You love to hear about <laughs> go, to, go, go to the Benz dealership and, and sit in the car. You know, you go Take get your G-Wagon. Well, okay, if you want that G-Wagon, are you going to pay $90,000? Do you have that? And what are you doing to... 90 is like 180 Come on now. Oh, well, Come on now, Flair. The 1990 90s are GL. <laughs> I've taken a, a lot of pictures with G-Wagon. Uh, less than, they're not less than 100,000. Now, now. That's all I want is a G-Wagon. Yeah. A lot of attraction. Now, Dion, this is one thing. Like Dion, I did not know, Dion, who came with this soccer, that you were a kind of attraction preacher. Well, it's something I, well, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm an avid self-help junkie. I read so many books. I listen to nothing but podcasts. This is something that I learned from Tony Robbins. And then yeah. I've heard different people talk about it. But again, it, think about women, and I hate to use this example because it's so terrible, but if you think about women who complain about being abused and then they get in another relationship. And the and same thing happens. People don't Man. get what they say they want. They That's get deep. familiar to them. That's deep. You know, you'll always hey, men get do the what same you, thing. They do the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, what also I think is a, uh, a counter to that is, uh, when it comes to the actual law of attraction, you have to know how to be able to tame your attractions also, because there are many things that you may want to do and you may want to be successful at it and you throw a bunch of work at it and you actually grind and do it, but you can't always chase after the most shiny thing at that moment because you're going to be attracted to a lot of things. It's just a matter of, how do you tame your attractions and how do you prioritize the laws of attraction that you deem you're good at and the laws of attraction that you deem you should be a part of and strive for, for greatness. Yeah. But that, because Nick, you're very, and I, I no disrespect, you are a very organized person. And when you think when you're dreaming and when you're thinking big, you are a, I'm not, I'm the, I love you like, you know, I love you like a brother. You are thinking every step, you are thinking through the motions. You're like, this is how I'm going to get this accomplished. You mean what? Some people. Oh, okay. Like ahead, step by, like I think when you think about when you're accomplishing something, that you have everything lined up and you have a method to your madness. But, you know, I've seen in some senses, instances where you're going to get the what you're attracted to and you're going to try to manifest what you want. Like, let's say you want a new job. Let's say you want to be the, the CEO of a company and you meditate on it and you focus on it and you think about it all the time. Well, you could be the CEO of the company, but everybody hates you. You know what I'm saying? So one thing that I've actually learned from studying a lot of attraction, not as much as, Dion, I feel like I need to open up a book right now. But uh, one thing I've learned is that you got to be specific. You got to you got to make sure that when you're asking the universe or God or whoever y'all believe that take care of what you need to take care of, when you're asking God for that, you need to be specific and say well, exactly what you want. You doesn't organize, but doesn't being organized mean you're being specific? 
you know, but doesn't organize mean yeah. you're being specific? I mean, like you just said, I'm, you know, I don't want to harp on you, but you're a very organized person, but isn't that specific? No, I was saying that your steps, you take steps. Like Not- yours is like, you wouldn't be like, because what you said is like, I'm just getting from what you said. Go ahead. It's like, don't say I'm going to be, I mean, just for lack of a better word, don't say I'm going to be like, you're a music producer. And so for you to say, I'm going to be CEO of No Limit Records would be something that somebody was like, you're crazy. Why would you say that? There's already a CEO of No Limit Records. You can't possibly be CEO of Mo- Like that negativity would come from somewhere else. Like, But if you are a music producer, you're from Louisiana, you probably have a better upbringing than, I don't know how Master P was brought up. And to me, it would look like it'd be something that you could automatically do. But you might say, well, let me build up this, build up this, build up this, and go to it. But another kind of person would go to CEO, go to Lone Records and be like, hey, P here, I'm taking over No Limit right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, some people don't think through, and you obviously have a very, very more meticulous way of taking care of your business. And it doesn't mean, like, it was funny today. I cannot, uh, I'm about to go on another tangent. It's not a big tangent. And it's not funny. It was a bad analogy. Mary Ann Williamson, this is a politics type thing, but it's not politics, really. Mary Ann Williamson, she's the uh, presidential candidate. Uh, that's actually, she's a white woman, Caucasian woman, excuse me. And she's fighting for reparations for African-Americans. But she happened to say in a tweet yesterday, or the day before yesterday, one of those days, that she was going to send her thoughts, prayers, and meditation to Hurricane Durian. And that the power of the mind could sway the impact of Hurricane Durian. And she was attacked viciously by all media outlets because she said, now mind you, whenever there's a school shooting, whenever there's a, you know, a terrorist attack, whenever there's somebody that gets killed in the family, what is the first thing we say? Thoughts and prayers. What are thoughts? thoughts? Yeah. I mean, but I mean, we're probably going to get canceled after this. We didn't even start. But (laughs) thoughts and prayers, (laughs) thoughts and prayers can't, is, is meditation. Thoughts is meditation what's the but, but honestly when people say that okay i'm gonna harp on this when people say that my biggest like gripe with that is everybody says ah oh, my thoughts and prayers but don't nobody even pray for it they, i mean they, it, it's like a customary thing to say now it's like there's no action behind it behind behind 90 percent of the people that say that there's like no action behind it it's just that's that's like what we're customary to say it's almost like when somebody passes by you in Texas, we say, hello, how you doing? And you just always say, hey, how you doing? You know, like in D.C., it's not that way. In L.A., it's not that way. But it's just a right. customary thing to do. And most people who say that never do it. They just say it. Well, hey, so, that's why. But, but you have to be, and I agree with that 100%. But see, this is where I think it gets really interesting because you have to be careful about the way that you pray for things or the yeah. way that you attract things. For example, if somebody has cancer and everybody, you know, no, no. that person that has cancer, your focus should not be on get rid of the cancer, get rid of the cancer, get rid of the cancer. It's because what you're doing is you are attracting cancer mm-hmm. because it's uh-huh. cancer that's on your mind and that's on your tongue 
and that is what you are attracting. Mm-hmm. What you should be praying for is health. Health, yeah. Wholeness. Health and strength. And so, you know, so like somebody shouldn't just say, I don't want to be abused. I don't want to be abused. I don't want to be abused. What they're attracting is abuse. Hey, when you, you be know? a stronger person, more mentally exactly. stronger. What you have to do is talk about what you do want and put emphasis on what you do yeah. want. Because whatever it is that you're putting energy into, whether you want it or not, that is what you attract. That's what the law of attraction says. It says, you know, you don't say, I don't want to be poor. I don't want to be poor. No, you're attracting poor because you're magnifying poor in your life. You're magnifying right. the word poor in your mouth. And subconsciously, yeah. your mind will automatically attract what is familiar and what is common and what you're talking about. But what you should do is is talk about what you do want, and and it's and it's more than just talking about things. Because Harrison, you talked about, um, you know the you know the power of your words and things like that. But a lot of times with the law of attraction, they had, they say you should take it a step further. Let's say you do want to be a CEO of a particular company. It's not it's not just you know going and telling people and writing it down, but it's also the act of actually going and sitting in the office chair and making that environment familiar. Uh-huh. It's yeah. the, you know, if, if it's a particular type of house you want to be in, it's every now and again, save up your money and rent an Airbnb in the kind of house you want to be in. So you know what it's yeah. like to sleep there, you know, yeah. rent a car That's every once in a while. That's the kind of car you really want to have. Just save your money. Even if it's once every six months, save your money. Because what you want to do is make that familiar. Yeah. And that's what the law of attraction is that's about. That's what they say. CEOs, if they're going out of town and they got to go to from the airport to wherever hotel they're staying at, they take Uber luxury. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, if you, like somebody, hey, why don't you just take Uber luxury? Why don't you take the luxury yeah. vehicle? Why don't you drive, you know, get the nice car? Because that's how your life is going. That's what you're going to attract. Right. And one thing I think in business and in life and even in when you're working, because it's something that when you're working as a boss or you're working as a, a coworker or you don't want to go to all your coworkers and continuously dwell on negativity. Because right. guess what they're going to start doing? They're going to tell you when you walk up to them, even as a principal, I go walk up to my teachers and I go talk to them. And the first thing they say, if I was on a negative day, they come with me and I'm like, man, the kids are going crazy today. You know what I'm saying? And they can like feel, feel within themselves that I already had a negative thought in my head about what's going on. So, and my purpose, when I made it, I had to make it a purpose for me to walk up to my teachers or my kids or my, and my, uh, and my coworkers. And I would literally have to be like, man, today is a great day. Like yeah. things are looking up, right? And you, and cause if you come to people, they will automatically, and it's a real thing. They'll feel the negative energy. And they will come back, just like with law of attraction. When you feel the negative energy, you come with negative energy because that's how you that's what you're gonna attract. But if right. you positive energy, you're gonna attract positive energy. So when I talk to people, some people can't stand me because I have so much high level of positivity. I can't even be I can't be around people that aren't doing the right thing, that aren't making, it's hard. Cause you have to think, man, like most of the time when I get around somebody negative, 
I'm thinking about how soon can I get away? Right. And so you don't want that. You don't want that. I don't want that in my life. I'm like, I'm going to entertain it, be nice. But if, as soon as I get away from this person, I know that life is going to be so, I'm going to feel so much better. Yeah. You know, that's why yeah. I hang out by myself a lot of times, too. So. I feel yeah. That's how I it goes. So I have yeah. to tell you all a story about this guy that I know. Um, and I'm, I'm telling you this story because it's a success story for him, but it's also like a, like a cautionary tale. Like you never know who you're dealing with. So this guy that I know, um, he was a rapper in town. And of course, I thought that was a joke, you know, because I just, I just, a lot of Austin rappers think they're going to do something they never do. Austin rappers, the only city they never made. Hey, Let me stop. Right. Listen, okay. y'all ain't going to get on, hey, first of all, y'all ain't going to get on this podcast and down Austin rappers. 512. No. And, uh, I me mean, we're not going to get on. Okay. No, no. Okay, so let me say I'm not going to say that for me. So, I'm not so, the one. There's, there's no, them no. two. Okay. <laughs> so, no. Okay. But no, I'm not finished my story. So, he's always talking about how he's a businessman and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and I would always, you know, me and my sister would kind of laugh back and forth because it's like, what business do you think you have? Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, because he's somebody we've known for a long time. So, I recently saw him again and he's still doing some stuff in the rap business but he he started a construction company he approached it the same way and now he is making so much money and it put me to shame because a lot of those people he (laughs) believed in himself from the beginning Mm -hmm. and we used to laugh at him because he's talking about he's a businessman businessman but yet he can't (laughs) get the car but yeah. now he makes more money than me, my sister, her husband, all of us combined. And no, he doesn't mm-hmm. have all the decorated degrees that we have. And he's killing it in life. But that's because yeah. he's always seen himself as a businessman. And it just, right. all, it, all it took for him was to find the right thing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, find the right, um, you know, the lucrative thing. That, that would align yes. his skill sets that he already had, that he actually picked up because he was in music. Yeah. Because yes. of the things that he learned when he was hustling <laughs> in music. Now he's yes. doing it and he's got a legit construction company. He yeah. has legitimate huh. employees. So you never mm. know who you're dealing with. And when somebody's confident in who they are, I don't care. Oh. You know, that's why, and I think we. This goes back to a conversation that we had the other day um, about you know, college degrees and how some college-educated people will look down on other people who are yeah. actually killing it in life. But mm-hmm. you know, we think success has to look a certain way. Um, yeah, the way they wanted it to. Right, but but yeah, you you never know, and so that's why mm-hmm. it's so important um, to uh, to believe in yourself. But he ultimately mm-hmm. manifested this life for himself because he'd been acting like he's bigger than he was and he finally grew into his riches yeah and now he's putting us all to shame yeah but that's the thing you know like you know i always say like in my book i say um the key to being successful is finding out what you're brilliant at and and actually expanding upon that brilliance and then give it the masses you know and so you know so you know hey he found his brilliance. His brilliance might not have been music, but his biz, his brilliance was the process in which he 
needed to try to make music, but he just applied that brilliance to something that he liked, which was construction, or which he found that he liked. And then he was able to become a CEO. And then in doing that, he was able to bring his business and his brilliance to the masses through having his own company that that actually makes a a, a greater good and a greater product for the streets of Austin and for the city of Texas. That's an amazing story. Yeah. Right. That's funny because that's what Stone Cold Steve Austin said. They were like, Stone Cold, you know Stone Cold, y'all hear me? Stone yeah. Cold was, he was talking about, they were asking, do you act like this everywhere? Like, is this how you really are everywhere? And he's like, yeah, this is how I act. But what you do is you take who you are and you just turn the volume up. Mm. And that's what gets people involved with you. You take who you are, what you're good at, just like you said, and turn the volume up. If you want to be, if you want to be a CEO, you find what you're good at and turn the volume up. If you want to be the top, you know, top seller in your company, you want to be the best entrepreneur, find what you're best at and turn the volume up. People got to hear you. People got to know what you're about. People have to know what you're focused on. And they have to hear you. Like they have to hear you in all platforms, everywhere. And that's why I love it. That's why, you know, when I listen to Dion, I'm like, man, she's she's preaching. Because it's literally sermon. it's a sermon. <laughs> it's a sermon because when Hallelujah. you think about things, how the world goes, if you think about it, like the people that continuously think positive, they win. Yeah, they win. They win. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing, what people don't realize, you will have what you say. I am always amazed at people, especially like these single women on Facebook, they get on here and talk about, you know, (laughs) oh, you know, what men aren't doing or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And they're (laughs) funny, they post these memes and they are funny, but it's like, do you realize what you're saying? You are speaking that for your life. I don't believe that. I don't believe there's a shortage of anything. You know, I believe whatever I want is out there for me. I believe that. Abundance. Abundance. It's an abundance mindset, but it's amazing that people are so comfortable with speaking negatively and they almost feel like Mm. it's funny or humorous or comforting Mm. to be negative, even when they, you know, even when it's in jest and even when it, you know, they're making Mm. memes and it's funny, but it's like, you don't Mm. realize you're speaking that into your life and (laughs) That's the kind of thing that, again, with the law of attraction, you're just going to attract that because that is what you are magnifying. That is what you're going to get. I've gotten everything I've asked for in my life. <laughs> the good and the bad. I had to yeah. realize that. <laughs> yeah. I think we all have. That's when I was like, you know what? Be careful what I'm talking about because everything I'm saying is coming to pass and that's not always good. <laughs> Well, that's, that's so true, though. That's a really good point, is yeah. that a lot of times you ask for things and you don't know what you're asking for. And, and what, mm-hmm. you know, with great, with great things comes great responsibility. And sometimes the price that it takes to have it is something you're really not willing to pay. And so with everything you want to manifest, you have to weigh the costs. Like, do you, like, for example, we all want to be speakers. And I had to come... I had to analyze this for myself because a lot of like really, really well-known speakers, all they do is travel. And Mm -hmm. me being a mom, my 